Listener Production. Where the sneaky cinnamon scroll you just have to have. Even though you already ate a big breakfast with extra hash browns and three coffees. You'll eat until you explode. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Man, it is good to be able to go out on the weekend again. Sure, for my own enjoyment. But I'm mainly thinking about you now listening to all day breakfast with Matt and Alex because we have things we could talk about, Matt. (laughs) How refreshing is this? Well, look, I'm very excited to hear whether you took home a gong in the uh, Melbourne Awards. You were nominated, so we're going to yes, touch on that a little bit later that on. that red carpet. It's good to have the feeling of red carpet back under my um, shoes that I've owned for 12 years. You know, literally you could feel the red carpet through the wear of the shoes. Why do you... You only need one pair of black shoes, don't you? Hey, I'm also excited about Bron um, because we recorded... We, we did Clickfish a little bit before we did this intro and Bron surprised us with what she got up to on the weekend. Mm. I think we have to change the intro to Clickfish uh, instead of it going bloop, 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 bloop. I think it needs to go... Um, we'll see how we go, but it was very interesting. So hopefully you can uh, <laughs> hopefully you can hang out with us. I hope you're having a really great Monday so far, or whenever you decide to listen to this, it's the beauty of podcasting. Uh, I am Alex, that is Matt, and this is All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, go on. <laughs> Tell your boy. <laughs> Tell you, man, Uncle Matty, did you win a Melbourne Award? I thought you would have been straight on the uh, straight on the internets, googling to see whether. I thought you would have been checking the results right as they came through, Matt. Oh, are you such as the, the heat around Australia, Mate. as to uh, who's going to be um, taking out a Melbourne Award. As if I had time to do that in between watching my crypto absolutely tank. <laughs> Just watching oh, money no. fly out of the door. Dear I had oh, no dear. time to figure out who was a winner because the only loser was in the mirror. <laughs> what what percent are we talking? I mean, this is so... Oh, in a matter of days, at least 10% gone, just wiped off the board. Yeah, damn. Anyway, slowly crawling back like I'm um, that human Spider-Man up one of those <laughs> balconyless skyscrapers. Well, hopefully you can give a nice Shiba Inu dog an upside down kiss uh, as you make profits <laughs> into, I don't know, <laughs> that's weird. But look, Did no, you win? Did no, you win? We lost. Oh, Republic, man. the business I started where you're meant to gather people in a room seven days before a global pandemic, unfortunately <laughs> did not win an award in the, I think I said on Friday, new business category. I was way off. We were in the arts and events sector and I found that out when I opened up the brochure, okay, and there's myself and Karen and Reese sending there smiling. Comedy Republic nominated alongside Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, <laughs> the billion dollar musical. <laughs> Didn't have old Daiso with the paint from down at the hardware store on the walls. I tell you what, they didn't they didn't hire that for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Anyway, um, up against then. And the Music Victoria Awards, which was held online in the last 12 months. So wait, the awards were up for an award. Yeah. And I um I did make a um I did make a meme. I think it's a meme with exhibit. It's like, yo dog, I heard you liked awards, so we gave <laughs> awards to your awards. Good on him. 
um, which was good. Yeah, yeah live nice. music doing well. Very funny speech and gracious speech. So that was awesome. And the amount of organising you'd have to do to um, <laughs> to put something like that on in a pandemic, pretty rough. How, how was your weekend? I did something I haven't done for a very long time. Mm. Watch Bond. <gasps> you went to the new one. Yeah, I did. I was a gold class baby. Tell you what, I saw... Um, so part of a Roger Moore one, which was just on TV. I think they they trot them out when a new one's coming along. They got yeah. 30 Nights of Bond and it was uh, pretty tough Not viewing. Not appropriate anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out pretty he's rough a rather yeah. rascally scallywag, that Bond. Goodness. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, and um, just some awful fight scenes. Just some real shockers. Yeah, look, he's uh, he's not... It's not very PC. I mean, back in the day, but look, a lot mm. of movies aren't retrospectively. You mm. know, they're not necessarily that. Um, you know, they they age. Interestingly, some of, of them. Course. Mm. But I watched the most I recent one. You expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. <laughs> Any good lines like that in there? There was so, every line was one of those lines. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, some of the gadgets were great. Um, yeah. I it was my, it was really great. I was in gold class at Hoyts. Thank you uh, very much. <gasps> hold Alex up, Dyson. hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's just hope that there wasn't a Richard Wilkins sniff, sniffing oh around God. like a seagull that in that gold thing, class. The first thing I thought of <laughs> when they asked what I'd like to have for dinner, I, th- I said, <laughs> "Yeah, we'll have the sliders that come with chips," and I'll be damned. If those chips are leaving my sight from the second they come into the cinema. And as soon as you right? say that, you look to your right and the Venetian blinds sort of just flutter as, as uh, Richard's. Richard pulls the them Seagulls back up. Wilkins <laughs> standing on one leg next to me, just ready to <laughs> swoop. Um, but I'll tell you what did happen. This was just like a, um, a like it was a bit of an industry screening because uh, it was through, sure. through you know a, a company that I'm working with. Because you're in you're in the biz. Films. Are you up? You are you up for Bond? There's always rumours as to who's going to be the next Bond. I didn't get the call up. No, <sighs> no, I couldn't. I can't fix the light in my fridge, <laughs> let alone like turn my car headlights into <laughs> machine <Uzis. guns. laughs> Where do you get fridge light bulbs from? Yeah, I know. That's it. And uh, my my extremely dark, cold meats have been asking the same <laughs> questions for a very long time. The microwave one went as well. And the range hood one went. I think I've got some sort of bloody surge happening in my fuse box. Please the curse tell me. of the small bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Harry Potter book. <laughs> anyway, well, I'll tell you what. This, yeah, You want to talk about bulbs? I'm not even joking. Okay, imagine whatever the climax of a Bond movie would be. Okay, okay just I'm imagine you haven't climax, seen it. Yep. You don't know anything about this particular one. Imagine the climax of this movie. What do you think's happening? Everything's at stake. Um, someone's jumping out of a plane with no parachute, trying to jump on a person and steal his parachute. Um, there's car chases going on. There's a tank going through St. Petersburg. Sure. You're motorboating Turkey. You've got now wait, in a wingsuit. Stop, 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 stop. Bang. Screen cuts out. At, stops. At the screener? Yep. <laughs> Go on, blackout. They've done an O-Kind fridge on you. <laughs> Suddenly like, we're like... It's like you were, you were the butter and the cold meats in the, in the O-Kind residence. 
Everyone's just quiet for the first couple of seconds and then... Wait, wait, this is a moment, almost a Seinfeld-esque <laughs> moment where you could say something out loud to the cinema and get a really big laugh. Yeah, well, bloody Mark Fennell did it, didn't he? Mark Fennell oh, got the laugh movie in. guy, damn it! <laughs> because that's perfect. Like when um, in a Bond film where someone, you know, dies in a freezer and they go, cool off or whatever. So what did Fennell say? He I beat can't even remember. Pump. Look, I got I got one wisecracking because I was like, you know what, I'm not, not going to be the person who jumps in with the wisecrack, okay? Mark Fennell already did it. No, what did he, he say? He did it successfully. I can't remember. It was I just honestly, I can't remember. A guy came in. Then they had to do that thing where they started the movie from the beginning to then try and find where we were in the film. <laughs> oh, you had to scrub um, through to get to the so right look, spot. Here's where I said my funny thing, okay? Because I said I said one funny thing in the whole ordeal. Because people then start throwing you know funny things left and right. Yeah. And eventually, the, the person comes into the cinema, the guy who works at Hoyts, and says, "Hey, um." Where were, where were you guys up to? And then someone says, well, the bit where so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. Yeah. And then I, this is where I, I'm sitting at the very back of the cinema eating right. my sliders and my hot chippies. Yep. And this is where I said, uh, well, gee, I hope you've seen it. I hope you've we've, seen it. Yeah, like I hope you've seen the movie because we've just told. Oh, where are you up to so... Yeah, if he yeah. said it, then the guy's yeah. like, "Yeah, well, message us. What should Matt have said at that moment when the screen goes out? What should what should you have said? I think um, the name screen blank screen would have killed. Um, but if you've got an option, please message us, Matt.ad.alex. Fit check. <laughs> Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Yeah, get your fly fishing bucket hat on. A few little morsels are going to be popped out on the river and our producer Bron is going to gobble them right up. G'day, Bron. Hello. Good weekend. Didn't go to any movie screenings or anything? No, pretty good. Nothing nothing too exciting like Matt's sliders and chips. <laughs> well, I mean, you last week you were hitting... Beer pong shots from downtown. What did you do this week? Actually, I had a dream where I felt like I was getting abducted by aliens. I still think I had an out-of-body experience. Whoa! Wow. Okay. Get it's it, the most exciting thing. Nothing happening on the weekend is a whole lot different to I got abducted by aliens on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I'm almost certain it's a dream, but it felt very real to wow. me. Whoa, 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 I'm not, I'm not so certain. That it's a dream. No, because Matt's would, dreams are psychic, so maybe yours are too. If you've been abducted by aliens, yep. let us know. So anyway, what are some vacuous articles you've clicked on this week? Let's get back <laughs> on track. Let's get this shit back, back on course, shall we? News.com headline, Pete Davidson addresses Kim K dating rumours. Oh, yeah? Okay. Okay, so what's happening? Is he, is he doing it or what? So he he um the, all these rumors have been swirling around since Kim was on SNL and they had a kissing scene and then they were seen oh. on a roller coaster holding hands. He was on the late night show with Seth Meyers and this is how he addressed the rumors. I want to address something. I feel like uh, I want to confirm if it's real uh, or a rumor. This, this has been you've been reading a lot about it in the press. Yeah, you know I've uh, I've been wanting to talk about this because. Thank uh, you. We appreciate you, know, you doing I, it here. You know, I, there's a lot of people I walk by. People are like whispering and you know, ma- you know, making eyes at me. And uh, you know, it, but it is true. I do have a show on Tubi coming Tubi. out. Yeah. 
So classic textbook clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> so he addresses the rumours. Yeah, I don't think he addressed any rumours at all. Pretending to address the rumours and then plug in the show. Yeah. Damn. Well, that's a that's frustrating. <laughs> I'm glad we had Bron here to click on that article, and only one click was given to news.com instead. You no, know, the... I've got a story about. Well, I don't have a story about Pete Davidson, but I'll I'll tell you a different story after this, possibly. All right. Ooh. Sort All of right. semi-connected. Ooh, okay. Well, look forward to that one, Bron. Story number two. Swim <laughs> Seven News headline. McDonald's customers' hack for eating a McDouble will be the weirdest thing you see today. <laughs> okay. okay. It's a weird way to eat a burger, but it's a hack. Yes. I, okay. I mean, a loose, loose. I am going hack. to show, I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there. This is what the hack is you order McDouble, right? Which is what? A double cheeseburger? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Okay, double so something. I'm going to assume it's some sort of double burger. You yep. order a McDouble, then you order a bread bun, and then you eat two McSingles. <laughs> <laughs> Bron? That would be good. Um, no, the way this guy does it is he just bites into the burger with the paper wrapping still around it and just takes one... So just so it doesn't get messy or whatever, he claims it tastes better... <laughs> So he eats the paper. While he, eats he eats the paper it. and the burger all in one. And swallows the paper, or it yes. sort of like gets pushed to the side. No, he. he Sorry, wait, the wait, 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 wait. <laughs> is is McDonald's paper edible? I I don't think they've come and said that, but he said <laughs> unpopular. Waxed, it looks very waxed to me. Yeah. Like it looks yeah. like it needs to protect. Cheese and sauce from oozing out of it. This weird hack to eat a banana, just don't peel it. Just eat the whole thing. <laughs> Do you know what a, you what know, a hack? Often when I have sushi, I actually just swallow the whole little soy fish just <laughs> by it, just like just that. Just place the fish onto the sushi and eat the whole whole thing in one just bite. Choke it down. because <laughs> um, I've had I mean I've had an argument, you know, I, I think it's it's really it's a very worthwhile debate to argue what's better. The cheeseburger or the cheese stuck to the wrapper. But it's not the cheese and the wrapper. It's the cheese that's on the wrapper that you eat off the wrapper. And the best thing is he opens it up, takes out the pickles and then wraps it up again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's incredible, Brod. Last one. This is from sciencealert.com. Oh, I like the areas Bron is searching for us. All right. Buddy Henry Mawson, what have we found here? So this is a surprising number of kids in the US think hot dogs are actually this. Uh, actually a... Actually cooked dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, like... I'm sure that that's what they would think. Yeah, like beef is cow, pork is pig, hot dog hot is dog. Hot dog is cooked dog. That would make more sense than what's going on here. <laughs> so what's happening? They ha- they did a very small survey with kindergartners um, aged between four four and seven, mm-hmm. and they said forty one percent of kids believed that bacon and hot dog are vegetable based. They think they're plants. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, it is made mush very fine. Mm. To not resemble anything. Well, what sort of sur- why why? Well, I don't even understand. Of course they probably think that. So they even understand like the concepts of I don't know, meat-based products, veganism, vegetable 
based? What, what, what's the point? It was it was a survey done with 176 kids, so a very, very small pool of children. And how many of them thought that a hot dog was made of plants? 41%. Oh. I mean, that's still a little above average. They also thought no. cheese, hot dogs, chicken nuggets, shrimp and hamburgers were plant-based. <laughs> a large portion. Yeah, of co- I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm sure that they probably don't understand where their food comes from. And I, I'm not saying that this is not a reason why people should be focused on plant-based food, absolutely. But um, that doesn't surprise me. How old are they, Bron? Between four and seven. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, they probably... I mean, if I don't a four-year-old, you're like, hey, <laughs> hey, idiot, do you know that a bacon's not plant-based? Like, sorry, what are half the words you just said? I thought they were, um, they might have been older. No, four, <laughs> four-year-olds think, you hey, know, do you the know what sky this hot dog is, is made of. <laughs> it's not made out of leaves, you idiot. Yeah, yeah, clouds okay. aren't cotton, you moron. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Like, it's quite difficult to even understand this sort of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, well... People ask what they are made out of. (laughs) You know, they don't know they are made out of meat. (laughs) Um, All right, well, Bron, that's very kind of you bringing it in. Thank you for um, going into the scientific websites to search for the best stories for us. And I guess we'll be back next with um, something from Matt. He's... Pete Davidson-esque rumour. Oh, no, no, look, it's just a, it's a story. Can I, anyways, look, I'll tell you. All right, let's go up in a second. This is All Day Breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All right, well, I said I'd tell a little story. Yeah, um, this so is big. Um, not often we get a, a little... Post clickfish, clickfish, but Matt O'Kine, what are you dating Kim Kardashian? What's happening? <laughs> nah, look, it just reminded me because um, Pete Davidson, obviously uh, SNL, yep, cast and crew. And when I think about SNL, I always think about you know my my brush with fame when it came to that particular um, outlet. Wow, so it won sense because I, I know SNL do auditions for Saturday Night Live. Did you go on? Um, do one of those, I'm, like no, the no, Will Ferrell audition of him pretending to be a cat, like playing with a with a toy is pretty funny. So it's 2013, 2013, all right? I've just done Montreal. Comedy Festival. Um, Montreal Comedy Festival. And uh, I've done pretty well, actually. Just I just did a side gig. I didn't do any one of the televised sort of spots. Just did a little side gig mm-hmm. um, at uh, a club, okay? Good lineup as well. Really impressive lineup. Well, a lot of people um, in town for the Just for Laughs. Well, Montreal that's it. Comedy Todd Festival. Barry's there. Um, I mean, I was with, I was travelling with Ronnie Chang. Mm. Um, Nikki Glazer was there. These are all big comedy names if you're into the <laughs> into the scene. Okay, and mm. so uh, I do my spot. It's pretty good. Goes well. I, I do pretty well. Yeah. Nice. yeah, sort of like Chris Rock. Well, would like would would <laughs> well, Jordan think you did well? Or then a week later, I'm in. Uh, I'm in. New York, okay. Not that far from Montreal. Through from Montreal, we're going to Edinburgh. So we stop by uh, New York for a few days before we go to Edinburgh and go to Comedy Cellar. Now, I mean, if you want to know what the type of place a Comedy Cellar is, this is the comedy club of the world, Mm. right? So if you're not interested, if you're not into stand-up comedy, just imagine it's like it's the it's the one basically. Robbie Williams was in the lineup. when we went to check for whether we could get in to do like a spot or oh, anything, right? So 
Robbie Williams, not in the lineup of the lineup of comedians. I no, no, know. he was in the lineup of the people yeah, wanting yeah, to go yeah. and see the, the comedians. He was in the line of customers waiting right. to go and see comedy. Yes. And he had to yeah, wait. Yeah. So we go to we go to the comedy store and I'm very green, you know, starry eyed little munchkin at this point. So how'd you get in? You waited in line like Robbie Williams or did you sort of know the people? No, no, no. We got hooked up management, blah, blah, blah. Anyways. And so I'd done a gig with a couple of people who were at the the show. So anyways, one of the guys, Colin Jost, okay, currently head writer of Saturday Night Live, (sighs) partner of Scarlett Johansson. Yep. He calls me over. Like, he he recognised me from the gig we did in Montreal. So why don't you come join the comics table? (laughs) Hello. The comics. Ta- these are this is the table of comedians who are performing that night. They've got a little yeah. roped off area to the side oh, of the you'd, room. You'd hope it's roped off. This kind of treatment so, for sure. So I'm sitting there with uh, Colin Joss. He hasn't got the job of head Saturday Night Live writer yet. Was Scarlett there? Um, he's just about to. No, no, no. Mm. Hadn't met Scarlett at that point. I don't, I don't believe. Um, mm. And suddenly I'm thinking, oh my god! Like as Ziz finishes his gig, he comes up. He's talking to the guys there. Yep. I'm surrounded by. Really? Stars, you know, You're in the thick some of these people are my heroes. I'm like, oh my god, this is incredible. In the right side of that rope. Suddenly, some people from the Spider-Man musical join uh, join the table, oh, right? The and then there's there's Spider-Man a Spider-Man musical that was um, Bono and the Edge um, <laughs> did the music <laughs> for. <laughs> so, anyways, then there's I think then someone there's got a... hurt and they had to cancel it pretty quick. Oh, Lost okay. a lot of money. Well, no, I don't know anything about that. Look, don't don't talk about that. Sorry, bring the mood down. Bring the mood down. We're back at the club. We're back at the club. So we're in the club. Suddenly, people from the Spider-Man musical are there, right? So I've got some, you know, dancers from Broadway, singers, performers, star comedians. I'm this little whippersnapper from Australia, thinking, oh my god, this is the big smoke. This is literally the big apple. All right. And I want to take a bite. <laughs> That's what I thought. So, you know, I'm hitting the bar, having a few drinks, having a few drinks. Suddenly yep. whispers go around. Oh, there's a party, little after party going happening. Okay. You know? And then I'm thinking, okay, this is it. This is it. I'm part of the crew. I'm part of the clique. Yeah. I'm going to eat in the this scene. apple down to its core. Anyway, a few more drinks, love and life, getting a bit loud, blah, blah, blah. Can't wait for the after party. Smash a glass in the middle of the room. Oh, right? yeah, okay. <laughs> like just slipped out of your hand, had it? <laughs> yeah. Or like, like, or like you just like threw a it on no the ground, reason like a rock break. Star. No, I didn't like throw it. I just, it was like a, this guy's drunk and now he's accidentally broken a glass. Uh, uh, just... You got that uh, whiff of liability around you at the moment now, <laughs> oh, kind. <laughs> okay. How could he recover? And I remember standing at the bar because I broke it at the bar while I was ordering another drink, right? And, and I it remember was yours. Just, it wasn't like you knocked over it was some celebs' yeah, oh, drink. I can't remember. I think it was it. my finish. Anyways, it, it broke right in front of me. I was the reason why it broke. As yeah. I was ordering another drink, yeah. I remember getting the the eyeballs of liability alert. <laughs> yeah. I remember just turning to Colin Jost, who's since gone on to become the head writer of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Very big deal in the comedy industry. Probably a good contact to have who if you want to keep in touch with, catch up when you're in New York, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I just said, I think I better go home. <laughs> he gave yourself a red card. <laughs> and let's just say he didn't try to stop me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, that's a long walk out to the pavilion, isn't it? You think middle of the MCG for a duck, first day of the ashes of the long walk back to the pavilion. This is the equivalent in New York City. <laughs> Matt has bitten into the Big Apple and tasted a delicious worm. Tasted a big worm. <laughs> So anyways, I mean, now they're all doing great things. And, yeah. uh, you know. Quashing Kim I'm Kardashian rumours. And you so. had a very good you know, industry event back at, back at the industry event, so that was good. Didn't smash a glass in gold class, did you? No, no, you wouldn't, you wouldn't trust myself with it. Just served the paper cups. I gave it to you in a sippy cup, I've learned. <laughs> Yes, and we thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast today. It has been uh, a lot of fun hanging out with you. Make sure you join us tomorrow. I really want to um, get a, what Matt O'Kine should have said when the screen went off at James Bond. <laughs> but we also want to uh, sort out your issues with Rant Dog. We're going to get him up on his soapbox. So um, please send us an audio message, matt.an.alex, in the Insta DMs, and uh, let us know something that's been really getting you goat. We'd love to sort it out for you. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.